0: to the listen learn and burn podcast
1: i was just about to say hello
0: no it's my turn oh. i did that to you last week though didn't i did what i said hello when it was supposed to be you said hello
1: so you don't turn around yes oh fantastic
0: but do you think anyone actually notices that we're taking turns to say hello
1: absolutely not no no i no don't thing. well i didn't realize we was doing that until you just said it <gasps>
0: did you not no but yeah. we do it,
1: so if I don't notice it, surely nobody else does. Oh,
0: it's just been me plotting that all the time. There's absolutely
1: nobody tuning in going, hang on a minute, Jen, was supposed to say hello oh, this well. have <laughs> <they> fallen out.
0: have <laughs> fallen out. What's going
1: on? <laughs> What's I mean.
0: You know that me and Phil don't fall out, we just pick yeah. Are you still here?
1: Are you with me? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you to continue. <laughs> I thought there was more to
0: it than that, was that it? That was the worst two seconds of my life. Was it? <laughs> I oh. hate silence so much.
1: Oh, that explains a lot.
0: I just don't like, like unfilled.
1: I get it, unfilled.
0: <laughs> time without fill <laughs> makes
1: sense.
0: What was that real funny that you did today? Narrow it down oh i don't know i am crying laughing didn't it oh it, it, i can't happened. even do it on the podcast because no. it, it involved a head action didn't it
1: yeah i asked you like i was showing Jenna sign. no you
0: can't tell him because it's just pointless and
1: she like pushed her head forward <laughs> bear in mind the sign was what 20 meters away she made her head an inch closer <laughs> to then see the. Sign. i was like this is ridiculous. <gasps> It was funny. It's not as funny when you explain. it. No, it
0: really isn't. Jen was
1: it, crying laughing. I
0: was, it was in the moment. It was a funny voice that you did with it. But, like, it's that's funny.
1: Dredge's voice. It was an impression of you, that's what you
0: <laughs>
1: Anyway, this week. Has hit your target weight. Easily. Do you have. Question. This is a question. <laughs>
0: question. Tell me what you think about it. That's not what <laughs> I'm <gonna> asking. <laughs>
1: Jen knows all the words to songs as you can hear. <laughs> question. Do you have a target weight? And that could be like, I want to weigh X amount. I want to lose X amount of weight. Whatever it might be. Do you have a target weight where it's like, this is the amount that you either want to be or the amount that you want to lose. You just have a, a number um, in mind. So when we say that, you you might have gone, yep, yeah, definitely 10 stone. Or yeah, I need to lose three stone. Like you probably had a, if you do have one, you've probably responded in your head straight away. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, this is, this is how much I want to weigh. Second question, where does that come from? Where is that target weight? Like, where did where was that chosen from? Why is it that you want to be there? Like, what is it that created this number? Was the somebody else tell you? Did you tell yourself? Did you read it somewhere that you need to be that way? What was the, I guess, uh, catalyst for creating this number? Because quite often we find it's a bit of a random number, isn't it?
0: Yeah. More. So, uh, yeah. M- for most people, it is. In terms of like,
1: I want to be 11 stone, Mm. or I want to lose three kilos, or sorry, I want to lose three stone, or I want to be 11 stone. Mm -hmm. It's a very rounded, specific, exact number. Like no one ever says, I want to lose 2.75 stone, or I want to be 11 stone three. There's always a specific exact number that we want to be at, and often we find that it's based upon a previous time, whether it was a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago, when you once weighed, whatever that number is, and that's why we've created this, This that was the catalyst, that's why we wanted to weigh, or why we want to weigh that much, because we used to weigh that much.
0: Yeah, or oh, another one that I just thought of that we didn't actually think about before, is um, a doctor or a health professional has said that you need to be a certain weight as well, I think I've seen that one a lot.
1: Third one. To start another one
0: yeah
1: your bmi if yeah. you weighed that much would then therefore be a healthy weight mm-hmm. so you must weigh a certain amount
0: yeah so there's a few reasons why we might have that but i think the one that we definitely see most frequently is the 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 kind of they've been there
1: when i was in uni i weighed this amount <laughs> and i was really happy when i were when before i first I started when, yeah before i started um at this job or when i first started at this job i weighed this amount before i had kids i weighed this amount there's always a that's often the response, isn't it? That we get. It's
0: usually like, yeah, at this time of my life, at this point, like I felt really good, and that's why I want to get back to that. Like that tends to be, I'd say that the more when we kind of ask those questions, because a lot of our clients come in with target weights because. 99% Yeah, because a lot of them have, have been told that that's what they need to do, like set themselves a target, break it down, work towards it every week, lose X amount per week, and I think the big thing that we need to understand if we're thinking about. Um, but specifically about the the one where it's like somewhere you've been before is like is it actually fair to compare yourself to that person because often a lot of things have happened in life from one part of our life to another and actually we've got completely different challenges we've grown into completely different people and to ask ourselves to be that person again isn't actually fair on ourselves because It's often not even achievable, realistic or actually what we want because when we kind of dig deep into that for most people it's because they felt really good at that place. But the thing is it's often less to do with how much they weighed and more to do with all the things that they were doing that allowed them to get there and made them feel that way. If that makes sense.
1: I think, so I think one of the key things people always say is things like, "Oh, it was before I had kids," mm-hmm. or it was when I was at uni. I'm like, well, yeah, life was easier back then. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was happier. Of course, you felt great. Like, you, you was at felt uni. More
0: confident.
1: Yeah, I was. I was more confident, and I felt better when I weighed X amount. Okay, what else was going on? Oh, I was at uni. It was great. Well, well, yeah, that's very different time of life then. Like, you probably. Not for everybody, I'm sure, but we probably had less challenges. You probably had five nights out a week. You know, your biggest uh, struggle that week might have been, you know, where you was gonna get. I don't know. where you was gonna go on the Friday night? Like back then, things were very, 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 very different. And so naturally, as Jen said, things are gonna be different. So is it fair to compare where you're at now? to where you was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And we'll come on to this in more detail in a second, but we're not saying don't lose weight. And we're also not saying don't weigh that much. We're just saying maybe just consider why it is that you was happier at that point.
0: Yeah, and I think realistically, when we break that down, all those things that you want to feel by losing weight so it might be you want to feel happier you want to feel healthier you want to feel fitter you want to feel like you've got more confidence like all those things that you're attaching to weight loss right now could all be achieved by not dropping a single pound of weight like we can actually do that now and often what happens is if we do that now we tend to naturally lose a little bit of weight because life feels easier we're happier we're we're feeling better in ourselves and therefore that decision making around things that once felt challenging feels a lot easier. 100%.
1: 100%. And one of the biggest mistakes we see people make is self sabotaging when weight loss isn't happening. So, you know, you may be in a position where you've decided that you want to lose weight, feel happier, healthier, more confident, fitter, and stronger. That might be like a list of things that you would love to have. You know, if you could say, Yeah, I've lost weight, I'm happier, healthier, I'm fitter, I'm stronger, I'm more confident, I've got more self belief in myself. You know, if you were to be able to tick all those boxes, you'd be like, Yeah, I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with wanting to achieve all those things. But what we often see is that people will start creating habits behaviors and routines that will allow all those things to happen so they'll maybe start exercising two or three times a week they'll start uh, going on you know like a more non-negotiable daily walk where they start each day with going out for some movement they might start raising more awareness around the foods that they're eating so a lot of really positive healthy habits here that are going to initially first of all help you to feel a little bit happier and a bit stronger and fitter. You're going to the gym, so that's raised straight away. Our mental health's better.
0: Our confidence is better because we got to the gym.
1: hundred percent. You're going out for a walk in the morning, so straight away you're starting to be more productive and you're starting to feel fitter because you're getting up that hill a little bit easier that used to be really, really difficult to do. You're starting to feel really positive about yourself. You've got more self-belief in yourself because you are now doing all these things that you, you know, maybe a month ago didn't feel like you could do. So you've got all these phenomenal things that are happening and then you go but I'm not losing weight, so I'm gonna stop doing it all. And the really interesting thing here is, all of those behaviours, repeated over a period of time, will allow weight loss to happen. Provided we you know, we narrow it down to the, the key things and the, the things that are really important, which I've pretty much just listed anyway, it's gonna allow weight loss to happen. But ultimately, out of the, I don't know how many things there was, like eight things that I just mentioned, like confidence, self-belief, happiness, health, weight loss, out of them, there's about eight different things there. Within, or instantly, you've ticked six of those eight boxes. Like, you're already happier and healthier and feel fitter and feel stronger and more self-belief and more confidence. Six things that have already happened. You've not lost weight yet, but then what happens is people go, I'm gonna stop doing all the stuff then. I'm gonna stop doing it all. I'm gonna stop getting up for that walk. I'm gonna stop going to the gym and I'm gonna stop thinking about food and stop raising awareness and making conscious decisions because I haven't lost weight yet or because I'm not at my goal weight yet. And ultimately, You've done six out of the seven things you wanted to do. Weight loss hasn't happened yet, but you're on your way. It's coming. It's in the future. It's there. You can almost reach out and touch it, but it's just you've done six out of seven and the self-sabotage has come here because you've not done one out of the seven things. And ultimately, it wasn't going to be the immediate response. Weight loss was never going to be the thing you did on day one. All the other things were weight loss was going to be the, re- the result of the compound impact of doing all of these phenomenal things that are going to allow you to feel absolutely incredible. All of the things that you actually really wanted weight loss to help you achieve. You know, you wanted weight loss so that you could feel confident and happier and healthier and stronger and fitter and etc. etc. But actually, you've done it already. You've done it before you've lost weight.
0: And you know what's so funny is like that self-sabotage part that comes from not achieving that end result when or not losing that weight that we initially set out when actually you're feeling like you miss the fact that you're feeling really good like I had a client who constantly has been telling me that she's been um feeling amazing like every single week she tells me how amazing she feels and then this week she was like yeah but I didn't lose weight and I said to her well how do you actually feel right now this is her exact response I really I feel okay you know I feel brighter happier so much better in daily life and have no anxiety but she's then said but I think I'm just fixated on being a certain weight and she had a number in mind that she was fixated on but actually that was ruining her chances of being consistent on a weekly basis and often consistency is what we need to allow us to achieve that weight loss and I don't want you to kind of misconstrue what we're saying here because we're not saying like don't lose weight or you shouldn't lose weight like it's okay to still want to lose weight
1: would be incredibly hypocritical as well when we've got people that we're working with that have lost 10 20 30 40 50 60 kilos and we're sat here going but don't lose weight like we're not saying that at all far from
0: it yeah and it's not about saying don't do it but asking yourself why you're working towards that specific number and instead of waiting to feel a certain way when you've got there work on getting that feeling now not just when you've lost the weight like so let, let's try and work on feeling all those things right now and then it'll be so much easier to actually lose that weight if we can feel that way now um so just reflect today basically on whether you think that actually having that number in your mind is the thing that's stalling you from being able to feel all the things that you want to feel right now
1: i think it's a really interesting concept because it's really difficult sometimes it took me a long time as a pt to grasp that actually by removing a target weight you're more likely to hit that target weight and we see it all the time don't Mm. we with with everything as well like with steps with exercise when people actually remove this need to hit a certain number so much easier to get there.
0: Like Phil said, we've never, ever, ever, ever set a weight loss goal for any of our clients no. from the day we've started Lift, and Burn So what, like two and a half years now? Mm. We've never set a weight loss target for any of our clients. We've always focused on the habits, the behaviours, the things that we can do and the things that we can control. But every single one of the clients that we've worked with have lost weight.
1: Yeah, it's mainly down to the fact that we're focusing on the things that we need to do, not focusing on the result. Yeah. That process is so important. And I think... The other thing that we we didn't even put this in the notes, but I think one last thing, well from me anyway, Jen can carry on chatting if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, one last thing for me that I think that we've and I've no doubt Jen will agree, when you actually remove targets and when you say, Do you know what? I'm actually gonna I'm gonna stop thinking about that target weight. I'm gonna stop learning it, having a hold on it, the headspace you receive from mm-hmm. that, there's just no comparison. Like the feeling when all of a sudden you go, Oh, I don't have to lose three stone. And I think that's one of the key reasons that you end up losing three stone because mm. you're just taking the pressure off yourself. There's no, You're not waiting anymore. You're not saying, I won't do X, Y, or Z until I've lost three stone. You're no longer saying happiness and health, et cetera, et cetera, isn't possible until I've lost three stone. You're just saying, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to focus on doing those things now. And straight away, the headspace you get, like I said, there's no comparison to how you're going to feel. Mm. And I remember, um, I, I don't know if uh, Jess still listens to the podcast, but I remember... Jess saying after about four weeks of working um, with us, she said she. I think she lost a little. She'd lost a little bit of weight within the first four weeks. It was like she lost a few pounds, but even so, she was like, "Yeah, I've lost a few pounds, but that's nothing compared to the weight that I've lost mentally." And that stuck with me. That sentence. It's nothing compared to the weight that I've lost mentally. And it's simply because we removed any kind of like rules, restrictions, targets, deadlines. You have to. You must do. You should do. It was just her journey, her life, and we were making changes to habits and routines, which meant that she lost the weight, but the mental space and the head space she now had was just not compared to anything else.
0: I think that's why we make it easy for clients, Mm. because you would get you feeling all this stuff now, and then it's dead easy to make decisions when you're feeling great.
1: Right, Jen Case, I'll put you on the spot.
0: Yeah, I nearly squealed in the middle of you speaking there.
1: Why would you do such a thing?
0: I did something to my foot, and I cannot tell you how much it hurt. Oh, i don't know how i just kept it in i was like grinding my teeth so i didn't have a little scream whilst you were um oh what i've done it really hurt sorry go on put me on the spot i'll okay. stop whinging now
1: i don't believe that for a second <laughs> that'd be lovely though
0: my worst habit is morning yeah. isn't it i just whinge about everything mm.
1: Right, you're on the spot question.
0: What's my ha- one habit I'd get rid of? How Morning. Long, how long do you think you can go for without moaning? Zero seconds. See you all next week. Sure, you
1: know I've actually got a nice on the spot question. Well, okay, go week. on then. It's not like uh, I try to sometimes think of like, what's the phrase? Not like nasty or anything like that, but like things that are like, oh, I don't really want to either of those things. Controversial. Yeah, like, oh, I don't want to do either of those things. Like, would you rather have Pringles for fingers or. <laughs>
0: Oh, Pringles for fingers would be good. They're like little sh- shovels.
1: They are like little shovels.
0: <laughs> would they be big size Pringles? Or would they That's be not this pringles? week's on the
1: election, <laughs> next week. Anyway. There's I... no
0: other second option. I was just thinking about Pringle fingers. I was going
1: to say, yeah. <laughs> it was that or Skips for years. <laughs> Monster
0: frayers. Munch. Oh, Skips for years!
1: That'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> skips.
0: I <laughs> just had a little vision of myself with Skips for years. How weird's this? I used to like Skips, but now I think they're the worst thing in the entire world.
1: How weird is this? Someone once told Jen she had the nicest ears on the planet.
0: Yeah, because I was complaining about my tiny little pee head and she was like, don't, uh, don't let it. was my hairdresser. I still remember the moment very vividly now. She was like, Don't let anyone ever tell you that you've not got nice ears.
1: What a compliment that is.
0: I was like, Well, thank you. Mm. So now, if I'm feeling bad about myself, I'm like, Yeah, i don't." nice ears look, on looks isn't there?
1: <laughs> Anyway, this week's on the spot question has nothing to do with Pringles, Skips, or nope. ears. This week's on the spot question, Jen. Yes. If you could
0: take,
1: yes. I actually don't know how to word this either because I started up off the top of my head. Right. If you could take three things, yeah. I'm gonna say smells <gasps> and turn them into a candle. What would they be? Oh, that
0: one. No, There's I've only got two it. Two in that, so you can Fresh bread. Fresh bread. Yeah. Three. What?
1: I said three things. That's only one. Fresh oh, you've bread.
0: got to combine three different things. Well, that's what how you make smell? a candle,
1: don't you? Like, what's that one there? That's.
0: Oh, Udon Bergamot.
1: Bergamot. Ouden. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we said, we were doing this on the Mastermind the other day, we are ood, old. is it ood, ood, ood? They don't,
1: it's just a made-up word. Right, bread. Mm-hmm. Great answer.
0: Yeah, love bread. Yeah. Um, Actually, let's if...
1: just end it there, that's kind
0: of <laughs> of... <laughs> Just a bread candle. Imagine a Why bread don't candle. they make, I would literally have that burning in my kitchen at so all no, times. No, it's hilarious,
1: why don't they make bread candles? Why don't you just make bread, and then you have a bread candle? <laughs> just <bait laughs> but bread. It, does,
0: it just stops smelling though, doesn't it?
1: No, if you make more bread.
0: Bread, coffee.
1: Bread, coffee, yeah. Should have just said, what your three favourite smells? I like the fact that I put the candle twist on it, though.
0: I think that that's why I'm combining these. Bread, coffee, and I really like tobacco-based candles, so should I just put some tobacco? Like, do you know, like, really musky candles? That's what I like.
1: What, what's, what's musky?
0: Like, um, uh, like... Full-bodied. Manly. Oh. Kind of... How would you describe musky? So not the deodorant, I, like,
1: then, that smells like
0: women. No, Phil. Phil had a deodorant that smelled like banana. <laughs> Great. Absolutely. Fleming fabulous. Oh. This is like one of what this would be a definition that my year six child would give me if I asked them what musky meant. Having a smell or a taste like that of musk.
1: Oh, that's true. Now it makes sense. Great. It tastes or smells like musk.
0: I hate a word where you have to Google the word
1: within the definition.
0: Musk. Elon Musk now. Great.
1: Fantastic. Great.
0: I'm gonna. I saw musky scent come up, so I'm gonna do that right now. I've just got perfumes.
1: Is musky scent
0: mus Sounds perfumy like musks are molecules with subtle scent yet extremely powerful.
1: That makes sense. Um, and if it stops you reading definitions, as I say that, what? I understand.
0: The scent is subtle with a powdery yet almost nothingness smell similar to baby skin. What What does this even mean? Right, we're gonna have
1: to wrap up because Jen's getting annoyed. Remember before we said, oh, she does his mom.
0: I'm sorry, why do guys smell musky? A derivative of testosterone is found in male sweat as well as in saliva and semen. It smells somewhat musky. That's not what I want my candle to smell like. Interesting
1: concept. So. We've got bread coffee.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um, Bread coffee and tobacco, apparently. Mm, No, I think I like my uh, my favourite scent is vanilla in a candle, so I feel like I should... Oh, but
1: I don't like vanilla in candles it's too overpowering like I vanilla
0: think? and tobacco like that kind of oh mm. or oh, um that wintry musky smell <laughs> I think it's coffee it's bread and it's
1: I thought you'd go for some like chocolate or like oh, bread coffee and what else my favourite
0: like? smell my favourite two smells at standard are definitely bread and coffee
1: oh yeah. I mean if frequently I bake a loaf and make a coffee for you in the morning
0: that's why I love you mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring me my two favorite smells in the
1: morning. Um, honestly, it's.
0: I can't think of a third one that I really like.
1: Um, chips.
0: No, they smell greasy.
1: Uh, I made some banging chips last night. Fish
0: I? is the worst smell. Yeah. No yogurt. Yogurt's the worst smell. Worst candle. Yogurt. Fruits. Fish. <laughs> um, yogurt.
1: What's the third worst smell? That should have been my question. What's the If you the could worst put three smells together, yeah, it's turned to turn into the worst candle to give to your enemy. Sick sick yoghurt and fish yeah there'll be somewhere in the world that sells that that's
0: rank that
1: i want to search for that
0: but coffee bread i really want to think of the third one i butter. just can't think of it no but it doesn't smell nice does it not no i don't know
1: it tastes blooming good um gravy
0: uh, chicken no no beef it's all food in it
1: yeah all food
0: what else smells though <gasps> fresh air what and that smell of fresh air. Oh, like it smells really fresh. Yeah, you know, it's just really Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Mm. I love that smell.
1: Oh, I've oh, got it. grass. No, I've got it. What? A new book.
0: <gasps> a, baby. a baby?
1: What?
0: A baby? The smell of a new baby. baby smell amazing. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know
1: that. Red you only just been trimmed. Does <laughs> <laughs> that banging perfume on him all the time? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Wait what did you say before? Too. A
0: baby? Because that was a good one as well. A uh, new book. New book. That is good. Just a book a book smells up, new book. When you open it, yeah. Oh, bread, coffee and book. That smells amazing. You can't that. do that though
1: because you've got Kindle because you're fancy. <laughs> got to I do books. miss
0: that because I do love the smell of a good book.
1: Mm, I'm going to be upgrading soon and get myself Kindle, are
0: Yeah. So basically what we need to do is go to a coffee shop, read a book and... Eat bread. Eat some fresh bread.
1: It's probably going to be easier to take coffee to a bakery and... Coffee? Do I do love
0: the smell of a coffee shop to be fair though. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Especially an independent one. Maybe
0: that's why. Maybe I'm combining all those three things.
1: Bread, coffee, and book.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna put a bit of baby, newborn baby in there as well.
1: Wow. <laughs> no.
0: Wait, <laughs> you said three.
1: Right. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully, you've learned I can something.
0: almost smell it.
1: Hopefully, you've learned something, even if it's just about candles.
0: Oh, that was a good question, that failed. Tell you what
1: though, have a good thing. let us know. What would you put? If you had three smells, what would you put? Best candle,
0: handle, worst candle. Oh, yeah, it's a your story. Best candle, worst candle. Yeah, I'm looking forward to worst, I think. I am. Mackerel. Ugh. Vomit.
1: Uh, fruits. Uh, oh Ugh. Uh, I'm going to go and have a
0: yoga. I won't let Phil sit anywhere near me. if I said, Full I. Full
1: scalps, just don't let me sit anywhere. <laughs> I have to do a yoga.
0: When I was teaching, I point blank refused to eat open any fruits. I did not want to be in the vicinity of a fruit. Oh. Horrible oh, teacher. No. And I've just thought of one worse. Well, the school dining room. Yeah. Oh, like Froobes, I had to it. run through the... It
1: smells like fruits, do not it? Anyway, we've said bye three times. Have a good one. We'll catch up with you week next week.
0: Bye. bye.